Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is a hot one, how homeowners can take advantage of the new tax law in 2018. Thank you to Chad Irwin of Evolve Evolve Bank and Trust, Memphis Mortgage Office Manager, for sponsoring today's Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And if you want to enjoy a successful mortgage career, give Chad a call over at 901-260-1480. And if you have a question or a comment, you can text me right now at 901-482-0354. Or you can call me directly off the show at the same number, and that is 901-482-0354. You can call us while we're live today in the studio. Today is January 20th, 2018, 901-535-9732. In today's show, we're going to be covering some advantages that the new tax law is giving to homeowners, home buyers, and real estate investors. You may have to make some changes to your strategies, but the advantages are there. Sitting in the co-host chair is a former IRS attorney who has been practicing law now for over 35 years. Wiss Laughlin helps his clients prepare their taxes so that they get the most legal deductions as possible. Wiss has spoken at Talk Shop, and he speaks at other venues, too. Today, you get to talk with Wiss about how to take advantage of the new tax law as a homeowner in 2018. Wiss, it's great having you back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, Joe, you know, the the tax return is where the tire hits the road. Uh, so I'm not theoretical. I do tax return preparation, and then I use the tax return as a platform to help my clients uh, save taxes. And I essentially mentor uh, my clients so that during the year they can make decisions on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of the things I do, and I do represent uh, clients before the IRS in audits and examinations and that type of thing mm-hmm. as well, but there are not nearly as many of those as there used to be. Right. Well, you know, and you know what you're doing. I mean, you've been around, you've done a lot of speaking engagements with us, and uh, we are, we so appreciate you over at our group talk shop for coming in and educating us when there are changes, and just right before right before it's time to file or before the end of the year, so we know how to take advantage of stuff. But uh, the subject of taxes have been making the headlines lately. This uh, is the first major tax overhaul I think we've had since 1986. That was over 30 years ago. The stock market likes it right now, and uh, it, the stock market's hit over 26000 So uh, yields on the 10-year bond is going up, and they're taking these mortgage rates with them. The economists at the National Association of Realtors and other agencies are predicting that the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage rate is going to go up as much as a half to a full point on the rate in 2018. Who knows? Uh, But if that prediction is true, then uh, when you're getting your mortgage to buy a home or refinance your home, it's going to be better to do it sooner 
rather than later. The news has made it clear that a mortgage interest deduction can only be used on home financing with a balance under 750000 and I believe with it was for acquisition of the house. Uh, there are some fine print in there. There's some fine print in there, though. But if you're buying a uh, real estate for rental, if you're buying real estate for rental income, uh, like a rental property, you can write off your mortgage interest no matter what the debt amount. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Uh-huh. Well, do you? So I want to ask our listeners: Do you owe money on a home equity line of credit? The news headlines are telling you, at least what I'm seeing on the internet, that you are not going to be able to write off the interest on a home equity line of credit anymore, and it's got some of my clients a little upset. But however, if you read down a little bit further, and Wish, you and I have also talked about this as well, uh, it says that you can write off the interest on a home equity line of credit if it's used to acquire or improve the property, or I believe even if you purchase another property with it. Is that correct? Uh, that is right. <laughs> if you can, you can have... You can take home mortgage interest deductions on your first home and a second home. So if you get a home equity line on your main home and you use it to buy a second home, then it would be deductible. Right. Okay. And if you, um, what if you used your equity line to buy a rental property? Well, you've you've always been able to write off uh, interest to buy rental properties and interest on on business assets, and you can still do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and again, it's all in the fine print, and Wiss has read the fine print. So thank you, Wiss, for that. And if you're a real estate investor, you're a real estate investor, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop today, give us a call while we are live today in the studio nine zero one five three five nine seven three two, or anybody, any any of you out there can text me at nine zero one four eight two zero three five four. If you're a first time home buyer. Or if you own a home, but you want to consolidate and restructure your debt into a fixed rate loan, let's talk. But you have to talk with me personally so I can work with you personally. 901-482-0354. Or you can send me an email, jo at jogarner.com. And you may feel more comfortable just completing the loan application securely online. And whatever works for you works for me. The secure loan application is um, the HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash joegarner.evolve.mortgage. So I'd love to hear from you. But right now, Wiss, I want to go to you because I wanted you to talk with us and our listeners a little bit more about some other items in that new tax law uh, that you think is important that you share today. Right. I think it's important to get the big picture here. Uh, first, in, like in the last week before they signed uh, this, this new act, they actually changed the rate structure. Uh, they were using the old tax brackets, uh-huh. and uh, but they changed it, and they've got seven new brackets, and the top bracket is uh, 37%, whereas the old top bracket was like 39.6. So in general, the new brackets are lower. Right. And in general, this means that, that taxpayers will be paying less taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you have to understand that. Um also, you know, the mortgage interest rules really are the same as they always were, mm-hmm. and the only real difference is the home equity they don't allow, and uh, there's a limit on the amount you can borrow to buy a home, uh, and it's 750000 and previously it was a million, so that came down a little bit. Uh, but remember, the, ba- the same basic rules apply. Generally, if you could deduct the mortgage interest before, you can deduct mortgage interest now. Um, and so uh, 
you've got your seven lower brackets. You the new law has done away with the exemption for children, and uh, so that was over four thousand dollar deduction. Mm-hmm. But they have replaced the deduction uh, with a two thousand dollar tax credit, which is a dollar for dollar reduction of your tax liability, and that is worth more than the old exemption was. Oh, good. So you're good. coming out ahead on that. Um, and then they've also, uh, for people to simplify the code a little bit, they've they've said, hey, people, even if you don't have much mortgage interest, even if you don't have enough, uh, you didn't have enough to deduct uh, itemized deductions, then today we're going to give you a standard deduction and a joint couple will have a standard deduction of $24,000 even if they don't pay a dime for mortgage interest or contributions or whatnot. Wow. So they kind of give it, give on one hand, take away from another, but give it right. to you on, another, on the other hand. So uh, right. it's good to talk with your CPA, talk with your tax attorney, talk with WIS, mm-hmm. talk with a professional who knows your, your specific tax uh, situation so that you can get it right and get your strategy uh, so you can take advantage of this new tax law. But you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, licensed mortgage loan officer with Evolve Bank and Trust. Attorney Wiss Laughlin is sitting here ready to talk with you about how homeowners can take advantage of the new tax law in uh, 2018. Call us while we're live in the studio today. We do want to hear from you. 901-535-9732. We always remind you at Real Estate Mortgage Shop to make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. We're going to be sharing more advantages that you have as a homeowner that you can enjoy with the new tax bill when we come back from the break. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Marcus Fors of PuroClean in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. There's taxes everywhere, man. Taxes everywhere, man. I pay more than my share, man. It's out the dairy, air, man. Tell you it ain't fair, man. There's taxes everywhere. There's sales tax, wheel tax, fuel tax, school tax, state tax, mine tax, land tax, liquor tax, gift tax, ship tax, air tax, fur tax, trash tax, meal tax, beer tax, soda tax, ear tax, air tax, everywhere you go, tax, stop tax, death tax, cradle of the grave tax. Taxes everywhere. I know, man. there's this taxes everywhere, everywhere, isn't there, Wiss? You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I am Joe Garner, your host, and I'm a mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can subscribe to our weekly uh, podcast. We even take the show notes for you. You can go to jogarner.com. We will not sell your email. We want to be friends with you. We want to help you accomplish what you want to accomplish with real estate and with your mortgage financing. In the co-host chair, I have Wiss Laughlin, and Wiss is known. He's been in law practicing law for over 35 years. He was a former IRS attorney. He knows how the system works. And if you want to talk to him right now while we're live in the studio, January 20th, 2018, just give us a call. Our studio number is 901-535-9732. But we're going to play a little game right now that I know a lot of you, especially in Memphis, like to play. But even if you're not in Memphis, you can still play Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. 
And our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big, big project or maybe even a smaller project or maybe you want to do that really big project in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, Call us at 901-535-9732. All right, here it is. Trivia question. What year did Memphis, Tennessee lose its charter and its and its and it went into receivership and it could no longer levy taxes from Memphis? What year did Memphis lose its charter, go into receivership, and not be able to levy taxes from Memphis, Tennessee. And here's a hint. <clears throat> Late in the year, prior to Memphis losing her charter, yellow fever swept into Memphis like a killing machine. And I know right now the whole country is in an epidemic of flu. I mean, it's just unbelievable. But back then it was even worse. Yellow fever swept into Memphis. The city lost three quarters of her population from people fleeing away to get away from the disease and other people dying from yellow fever epidemic. And they were just dying by the thousands. A few heroic characters stayed and tried to help the sick, bury the dead, and restore order and infrastructure. But in the beginning of the following year from this yellow fever killing machine, Memphis was bankrupt and lost her charter and went into receivership and stayed in receivership until 1893. What year did Memphis lose its charter and it's a, it go into receivership and, and not be able to levy taxes from Memphis, Tennessee? If you know the answer, give us a call, 901-535-9732. And while we're waiting on callers, I'm going to go back to you and uh, Wiss Laughlin. And Wiss is a tax attorney, and I've known him for years. He talks with us a lot at Talk Shop and other places. So if you need him as a speaker, he's a great guy to come talk to you. But right now, during the break, you and I were talking about the um, state income taxes or state taxes and property taxes and things like that. How does that affect us? That's right. Well, in the last, honestly, in the last four weeks before they passed this act, there was a huge amount of controversy and argument uh, because the the original uh, the original rule that was proposed would only allow. Uh, a certain amount of real estate taxes to be deducted. Mm-hmm. No, no other, no sales tax, no other. The final rule that they came up with in literally the last week is that you can deduct up to $10,000 of state and local taxes, and it can be composed of real estate taxes or uh, sales taxes or uh, state income taxes. You can, In other words, you can, build, you can build it up. Whichever taxes you're paying, you can add them up to 10000 and take that. So that should benefit a lot more people. Mm-hmm. I know they, they're always talking about the people who have those really jumbo, jumbo size houses and jumbo size um, property taxes. And I know they're, they're hurting. But the majority of us, mm-hmm. especially in Memphis and, you know, like Baltimore and Tulsa and you know, mm-hmm. mid, mid the heart of America, we we are going to still be able to write off our property taxes. That's right, up up to ten thousand dollars. Up to ten thousand um, dollars. And keep in mind that if you have a rental property, you can write off your you can write off your property taxes. But that right. that has always been the case, and that that will be the case. And you know, and there's no ten thousand dollar cap on that no because you have that. if you have rental property. So real, my real estate investor friends out there. 
you guys, you just wouldn't believe the advantages that are built into this tax bill for you. And I'm hoping to have WIS back to even talk with you further about some of the advantages that you guys have as buying real estate. But, you know, you also were just discussing that we're all going to have a nice little, not all of us, but most all of us are going to have a nice little surprise when we mm-hmm. get our paychecks coming up. Yep, Talk about yep. that. Well, the uh, the Internal Revenue Service has issued new withholding tables uh, to all your employers, and I think most of them will probably take effect at the beginning of uh, at the beginning of February. But the fact is that we're getting higher standard deductions, and we're getting lower tax brackets, and and these tend to lower the tax bill, and so employees uh, should not have to withhold quite as much. Mm-hmm. So we should see some. Some, uh, some after-tax paychecks increasing a little bit. All right. Well, I tell you what, we've got a trivia winner. We've got Jim on the line. And, Jim, uh, congratulations on winning our tr- Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. What's well, the answer? 1879. All right. How do you know that? Well, I keep up with Memphis history. And, uh, of course, I knew because of the 1878 epidemic yes. uh, pretty much wiped us out financially. And uh, then we had another one that was smaller in 1879. That really kind of did the trick. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why uh, that's why I knew. <laughs> well, congratulations, Jim. And uh, are you a Memphian? Uh, are you born, reared in Memphis? Or are you kind uh, of a not transplant? born, but reared? <clears throat> born and reared. Well, well, reared. Okay. Well, congratulations, Jim. And thank you so much for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I hope you left your telephone number and your address with our producer because we want to make sure that you get your gift card. Yes, she got it all. All right. Thank you so much, Jim. And um, hopefully we'll be talking to Jim a little bit uh, later when we send him his card. All right. So, Wiss, we've got, we've got about four minutes. And I, I just, I just want to give you the mic and have you keep going talking about uh, these, this new tax bill and how it affects homeowners. And, you know, there are a lot of people right now building their houses. They're in the course of building a house, or they're maybe even under construction right now. How does the new tax bill affect people who are building a home? Well, as I said, the, the tax rules regarding mortgage interest are basically the same that they always were. And under the existing rules, the old rules, uh, if you build a house, if you got it built within a certain length of time and you go ahead and, and borrow the money, then you're going to be able, it's going to be a home acquisition indebtedness. Now, mm-hmm. the, the regulations have different time periods and this, that, and the other as far as going into it, but uh, I wouldn't think it would be a problem for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I would mention that uh, that uh, as far as, as, uh, as investors are concerned, that it, that Rental properties, again, pretty much have the same rules that they've always had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything that you've been doing, you should keep doing. Mm-hmm. And I find that a lot of uh, rental property owners are, you know, they're first-time, second-time owners, and they're a little naive, and they don't get all the deductions that they need to take. Um, and uh, some people, uh, there is a limit on the amount on the losses that you can take from rental properties. It's a twenty-five thousand uh, dollar loss limit, and you know, people would think, well, that's a lot, but mm-hmm. but two or three properties uh, with depreciation and all the deductions that they get, you can you can run up uh, pretty good pretty good losses. Mm-hmm. Um, however, even if you are not able to take that, um, and people with a little bit higher income, like over one hundred fifty thousand gross income, uh, cannot currently deduct real estate losses, but those 
losses are not thrown away. Those losses are accumulated. And so taxpayers need to be sure to keep track of their accumulated losses because you can use those losses when you sell the property, for example. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you should, just because you're not able to currently deduct doesn't mean that you should throw away deductions that you deserve. You should keep every last one of them Uh because uh, when you sell the property, you can offset it. Talk about points. You know, a lot of my clients will call still today, and they're refinancing, they're restructuring debt. A lot of my clients are paying off their first mortgage and consolidating and paying, uh, getting all of their variable rate, Mm because the variable rates are predicted to go up and up and up and away, and taking the payments up, too. So they're trying to consolidate a lot of their uh, higher interest rate debt into the refinance mortgage. Now, what I understand uh, is that when they do that, they can write off the interest on the mortgage that they refinance, but only the part that was for the first mortgage that was used to acquire the property. Is that correct? Well, it's it's a it's a it's a funny rule. The uh, uh, if you if you finance and refinance your home, you're going to deduct interest generally. Points are a different animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, generally, you cannot write off points. Uh, but there, but the exception is important. The exception is that you that the when you first acquire a home, you can write off points. When you refinance it, you write off the points over the term of the loan. But if you refinance one more time, you take the entire the entire suspended deduction. All right. So you need that, that needs to be a conversation with you, Wiss. What's your phone number, real quick? Uh, it's uh, it's nine zero one two one eight. 7820. All right. And you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we're talking about how homeowners can take advantage of the new tax bill in 2018. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com, and I hope you do. And uh, we're going to see you guys back in just a moment. Earlier this month, Tulsa visited FedEx Forum. Later today, the Tigers visit the home court to the Golden Hurricane. Pre-game show with Forrest Goodman starts at 6 on 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Your home for Memphis Tigers basketball. Hi, I'm Bernice Ross, real estate author, coach, and speaker from Austin, Texas. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. I feel so good. Come payday, I think of all the things I'm going to buy when I pick up my pay. Don't you know, then they hand me that little brown envelope. I peep inside, and Lord, I lose all hope. Cause from them total wages earned, down to that net amount that's due. I feel a painful sense of loss between the two. There goes that bracelet for her arm. There goes that new fence for my farm. There goes that brand new Pontiac. All right. Well, we're talking about taxes today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We're talking about how homeowners can take advantage of the new tax law in 2018. And there are plenty of ways you can take advantage of the new tax law. And uh, right now, we've got Tom on the line. And Tom, thank you so much for joining us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And you had a question for Wiss. Yes. Um, 
this is off uh, a tax, uh, off a real estate subject, but I have an interest in a question I can't get answered through the IRS. I've tried having to do with uh, withdrawal from a Coverdale educational IRA account belonging to my granddaughter. Well, okay. <laughs> what's, what's the question? Uh, the question is, uh, it, she is required to have transportation, and on the IRS.gov site, the word transportation is used, but it's, uh, it's pretty narrow for the seeker, and I'm the seeker. I want to know if maintenance on her vehicle is uh, a good enough reason. When the vehicle breaks down, it requires some serious maintenance, and she has to have it to go to college. Is that, uh, can you withdraw from that account to repair the vehicle? Well, um, yeah, it sounds like a good question. The uh, uh, my take on that, and this is just it's a guess, okay? It's just a guess. I mean, I, I do want to point out that there's no more than four million characters in the Internal Revenue Code, and so I haven't <laughs> memorized it lately. But the uh, but I doubt you're going to be able to uh, to do that. I th- you know, I think that. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Uh, when they're talking about transportation, from yeah, <laughs> they're talking about transportation. They're talking about the cost of moving from A to B. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that, but it, but even I got, I, I couldn't believe I actually got a IRS help person a time or two, and and they kept kicking me over to somebody else, and the length of time. <laughs> it was just getting to be too great to hang on the phone. I know about okay, that. Okay, I think yeah. I think I'm gonna abandon that idea. <laughs> yeah. Tom, I, we appreciate you listening yeah. to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. But and I do love your program. Yes, yeah. I do, and I learn a lot. Oh, you, bless your heart. You might be able to write off uh, like a so much per mile. The IRS gives you has an allowance of uh, around fifty fifty five cents per mile for use of uh, yep. for local local travel. Yep. And I think well, that if I you recorded that, you could do it. I kind of thought uh, that was stretching. I don't want to be stretching it. Oh, that's all right, Tom. Me. We appreciate you listening, and, and uh, ho- I hope you left your number with our producer so Wiss and you can have a one-on-one conversation. Thank you, Tom, for being on with us. You know, while we're on here talking about the new tax law and things that ways that homeowners can take advantage of this, now, I'm not a CPA. I'm a licensed mortgage officer, but I take my job seriously, and I take my customers' interests very seriously. So, I, I hook up with people like Wes Laughlin, who's a tax attorney, and I'm always trying to learn about how I can help my clients the best. And here are some things that I'm getting, with, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the primary home, uh, like if you're selling your home on the gain exclusion for for um, single, it's 250000 on the, like I think that's capital gain. Yes. And uh, for married couples, it's 500000 Right. And uh, that's eligible for properties that the person has lived in as a primary home for the last two out of the last five years. Is that correct? And owned it. And yeah. owned it, yes. Yes, very good. Here's another one we talked about earlier. We alluded to it. Home equity line of credit for primary homes are tax deductible starting in 2000. Are not, they're not tax deductible starting in 2018. But if the home equity line of credit proceeds are used to acquire or improve an investment property, the related home equity line interest remains tax deductible. Or if you are improving your home or you're improving a second home or you're purchasing a second home, 
that interest on that home equity equity line remains tax deductible. But it's going to be up to you to document how you use the equity line proceeds, right, Wiz? Right, right. That's the big thing. You're going to have to document it. Uh, For real estate investors buying real estate to rent out for income, the proceeds taken out on investment properties continue to be tax deductible, but only if the proceeds are used for investment properties and not personal expenses. Right. Uh, Now, I want to ask you guys a question out there. Do you have a dream of how you want to live, how you want your life to be? And if you have a goal, a way you want to live, uh, maybe things you want to achieve in your life, why do you want to achieve this? Do you have a big enough why? Do you have a big enough desire to achieve it? Because uh, I'll tell you what, if you've got a big enough reason for wanting to achieve your goals in life, you will achieve them, but you got to have a big enough why. And a lot of my real estate investor clients, they have a big reason why they want to acquire real estate and do go through the work of doing that and building uh, an income stream so they can live the way they want to live. And if it's not for you, maybe it's somebody in your family. But why do you want to achieve this? If you have a big enough why, you can do anything. And if your why is not big enough, your reason for wanting to achieve something is not big enough, then let's go back and let's get a big enough why so you can achieve what you want to do in life. But I want to, I'm telling that story because I'm going to tell you a story about a client of mine, and I'm going to call him Barry because that's not his real name. But he buys two to three rental properties a year, and Barry works a full-time job. And he has a a gentleman who is very good at property management that takes care of a lot of his uh, properties that he manages. He owns over 12 properties, but he owns less than 10 finance properties. And that's really a key because if you want a fixed rate on a 30-year loan, a low interest rate, fixed rate. Now, let me tell you, this is the this is a greatest wonder of the world, the eighth wonder of the world, because if you have rental property, you're going to keep for a long time, and you can, I can get you a 30-year fixed rate, low interest rate. That principal and interest payment's never going to change, and yet, as inflation kicks in and that rent income continues to go up, up, and up, the difference between where that line is going up where your rents are going up and the fact that your cost on your mortgage is fixed that's where you can build incredible wealth and incredible income. That is a magic formula, and Barry has figured it out. <clears throat> so he'll go out and he'll buy two or three rental properties at a bargain price, and now, because inventory is so short, the way he gets his bargain price properties, he usually has to buy one that needs a lot of fixing up. And so instead of having to you know, do all the repairs to get a Fannie Mae loan, right away to buy it, what he'll do is he'll use a credit line, like a home equity line of credit, or he'll use another type a line of credit against his 401k or whatever to go buy that property for cash. And then when he's done fixing it up, I'm already, I've already got his loan approved on a refinance. And we refinance that rental property and he pays back his home equity line. He pays back his line of credit on his 401k or whatever credit line he's using so he can go do it over again. Because you know what? If you buy a rental property that makes money on day one and you do that over and over and over again and you your income goes up and up and up, eventually Barry is not going to have to work his day job. Eventually... Barry has a dream that he, him and his family and his children are going to be able to live the way he's always wanted to live. But you got to do things that 
other people don't do so that you can live the way that other people can't live eventually. So I want to encourage you with that story. And we have John on the line. And uh, John, how can I help you today? Well, I'm just trying to figure out what to do with our rental properties. Uh, I own three rental properties with another guy. And uh, right now we have my 15-year notes. And uh, there's still positive cash flow and everything. Uh, but we have a ton of equity tied up in them. With, our, with the new tax laws, would we be further ahead by, you know, refinancing this? If we, we don't need the income, per se, you know, for a cash property. We've kind of been looking more at just paying these things off and having them for retirement. But with the change in the tax code, we're wondering if we should, you know, cash out, refinance them, and take the money right now and run with it. Well, Wish, did you hear what he was saying? He was talking uh-huh. about, he's got, John, you said you had two or three, you had about three rental properties and you've... Yeah, we have three three rental properties. And you financed them with an equity line on a different property, right? No, they all have their own mortgages and they're all at uh, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we probably have, you know, eight or nine years left on them at, at the most. Um, we're ahead of schedule on them. And... Uh, I guess I, our question is, with with the change uh, in the tax code, would it be smarter to refinance them further out and then take the interest deduction on those rental properties or, uh, you know? Well, that's a great question, John, and I think that it, that's going to entail you sitting down with, a, with WIS or with your CPA and looking at your other factors on your tax return. Am I right on you that, look at, look at the overall numbers. The tax reform hasn't changed the rules on that. Okay. Yeah, because right. your rental property, John, and, and and I hope you and I can connect maybe even next week because it is amazing some of these um, little hidden advantages, especially for rent um, for um, rental property owners. I mean, it is right. incredible. So I want you to get together with Wiss. Maybe uh, call me, or I can call you if you leave your number with our producer. Great conversation there, and thank you, John, so much for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. All right, we'll talk to you this week. All righty. Okay. Well, we're getting ready to go to break, but I did want to um, cover a couple of more things with I mean, we've talked about the home equity line. There's a 1031 exchange that has uh, – everybody keeps calling – not everybody, but a lot of people do call and say, I heard they repealed that 1031 exchange program. Well, I think they did for some of your business assets, but it remains intact for real estate property. And what the 1031 exchange does is that it allows you to sell a property and buy another property. A real estate property has to be selling a real estate property, buying another real estate property. And it's kind of an exchange, so you don't have to uh, pay the capital gains tax right away. You can defer it to later down the road. So we've got about Less than 30 seconds, uh, Wiss. You want to say anything about the 1031 exchange? Yeah, still applies for uh, still applies for real estate. And uh, if you don't actually exchange the property, you need a fairly complicated set of contracts to make sure that you qualify uh, for a 1031 exchange. Mm-hmm. If, if you don't get the property back when you sell it. Right, right. Then, excellent, excellent. A yeah. lot of good stuff. We, we can't even cover all of it, y'all. So if you guys have a question about your personal... Uh, real estate question about the tax uh, law, give us a call while we're live today, January 20th, 2018 at 901-535-9732. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com and in the co-host chair, Wiss Laughlin, a tax attorney. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 
iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hello, I'm Chad Irwin, Loan Production Manager at Evolve Bank and Trust in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Yes, historians will all agree among the greatest works in history. And we'll dance all night. It's the best code ever. Some folks pay a lot. Others, they pay never. And if you don't comply, you'll go to jail. However, why would you not buy? It's the best code ever. They'd be like, oh, oh, no. We'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like, oh, oh. All right, well, you know, some people like the new tax bill, and some people don't. Oh, 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 no, 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 yes, yes, yes. It just depends on who you are. But I can tell you this, for real estate investors, there are a ton of advantages in there. And if you want to know more about, even if you're just a homeowner or you own a vacation home, you want to know more, we've got Wiss Laughlin. He is a very accomplished tax attorney in the studio with us today. And Wiss, how do we contact you? Uh, you can contact me at, at uh, my phone number, 901 218 and by the way, Wiss won't brag on himself at all, but I will. He won the National uh, Super Lawyer Award, and there's only two in the nation. And uh, he was two in, Memphis. two in Memphis. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm really bragging on you, huh? Two in Memphis, and he was written up in the Memphis Magazine. So I, I just want to give some kudos out to Wiss. But we're going to do what we do every week. The real estate tip of the week. And, Wiss, I believe you have the real estate tip of the week. Uh, yes. I want to mention that uh, under tax reform, you can no longer write off anything uh, on the Schedule A that was subject to a 2%, uh, subject to a 2% floor. You cannot write off tax preparation costs. You cannot write off employee expenses. But if you can allocate part of your tax preparation costs uh, to a rental property, or to your business, then you can write them off. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would advise you to do that. The IRS recognizes that you can do that. Well, that's a great tip. And, you know, today we're, we're talking about how homeowners can take advantage of the new tax law in 2018. If you're listening to us live on January 20th, 2018, and you've missed part of the show, you can catch this podcast on Monday at jogarner.com. Just look for how homeowners can take advantage of the new tax law in 2018. I have some announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business, Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 o'clock to 10, at Pino's Palette, 8225 Dexter Road in Cordova. By the way, Pino's Palette, we've got, Talk Shop has a motto this year, paint your business prosperous, because they have a saying that's paint, drink, and have fun, or something like that. But uh, have your party over there. It's really fun. This Wednesday, 20, January the 24th, 2018, Talk Shop presents Shanna Woods, or Shana Woods, she's uh, with the TVA program, and it, she's going to be talking about how to conserve energy in your home through weatherization. Wow, perfect timing on that, and that's January 24th. For more about Talk Shop, you can go to talkshop.com. That's talk, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. Talk Shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Peggy Lau, independent representative with World Ventures. Peggy can show you how to earn these free first-class vacations with a one-of-a-kind travel community. 
It's lots of fun. Uh, Give Peggy a call, 901-289-0747. Thank you also to Taylor Eason. He's a videographer. He does a lot of video work for Talk Shop also. And I want to ask you, what story would you like to tell your target market segment for your business? Taylor can help you with the videography. You can reach him at createdflawless.com. Thank you to Chad Irwin, Evolve Bank and Trust Memphis Mortgage Officer, uh, Mortgage Office Manager for sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. And if you want to enjoy a successful career in mortgage and have fun doing it, talk with Chad at 901-260-1480 or just call me. I'd love to talk to you about getting started in mortgage, 901-482-0354. Real Estate Mortgage Shop offers solutions to your real estate and your financing scenarios. For this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, go to jogarner.com. You can subscribe to our weekly podcast, our show notes by clicking um, our subscribe button on jogarner.com. We'll not sell your email. We want to stay friends. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan work. Let's work your plan. And if the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Got a couple quotes, and I think Wiss does too. But this was from Anonymous. I love this one. It says, a fine is a tax for doing wrong. A tax is a fine for doing well. So I love that one. Here's one from Will Rogers. He says, the taxpayers are sending congressmen on expensive trips abroad. It might be worth it, except they keep coming back. So I love that one. And, Wiss, I think you had one from the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, the U.S. Supreme Court Justice, Learned Hand, and that's a great, that's a great name. That's his real name, Learned yeah, Hand. It is Learned Hand. And, uh, and Learned Hand basically said that we have no obligation to pay higher taxes than we have to. I love that. <clears throat> well, and that's what you do. You keep us from having to pay more than what we have to on our taxes. Well, we've enjoyed hanging out with you. And uh, just want to recap, there are so many advantages in here for homeowners, uh, homeowners who are refinancing, home buyers, and real estate investors. So if you're thinking about buying a house or renting a house, trying to make that decision, give me a call at 901-482-0354. Right now, I'm still seeing that the house payments buying a house are considerably lower than renting the same property. And also remember that the joy and the benefit of a 30-year Fannie Mae or FHA or VA or rural housing type loan is that that principal and interest is fixed for the life of the loan. And so if you're buying a house, you want to live there, you know, you're not going to have a landlord going up on your rent every single month, every single year. And if you're buying rental property, it's even better because the rents do go up every year, but your payment stays the same. So that difference in between is your wealth and your income going up, up and up. But uh, those are some advantages. Uh, your home equity lines of credit, we've talked about that. Um, there are ways to write off the interest. Right now, the tax bill says you can't write off a home equity line anymore, but there are uh there are ways that you can write those off. So you just got to play your strategy right, and um, you'll, make, you'll, make, you'll be able to make yourself some money on that. But we've loved hanging out with you at, on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And catch our podcast on Monday at jogarner.com. You can catch this one and a whole lot more. We love hanging out with you. And, Wiss, um, I've enjoyed having you in here, and I'm hoping to have you back to talk about even more ways that homeowners, home buyers, and real estate investors can take advantage of the new tax bill in 2018. All right. We'll see you guys back next week.
Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.